0: Welcome to the Vine Church Podcast. This week we've got a great speaker. Hope you enjoy it. His right hand side, his right hand man, is a man called Adrian Turk, who sacrificed and laid his life down for many years. His building company, um, Harvest Homemaker it was called, was responsible for a lot of the building of the structure. He, um, my dad needed a great encouragement to, to purchase this place and to continue And he had a great right-hand man, a great friend, a great supporter, a great encourager. We wouldn't be here today in this building, and we probably wouldn't be here today as a gathering of people, and we probably wouldn't have ended up in the Harlem nightclub if it wasn't for the faithfulness and the legacy of our, uh, our fathers, our founding fathers. And one of them we're privileged to have speak to us today. So would you give a massive welcome to our founding father, one of our founding fathers, Adrian Turk. Come on.
1: Um, Pastor Jimmy just said to me, uh, Oh, bro, it's been such a long time since you've shared. He said, uh, What, four years? I said, Actually, Jimmy, I was speaking here in November. And he said, <laughs> He said, oh, It didn't have much of an effect, did it? Really? <laughs> <laughs> but um, I want to. Uh, I want you to stand just for a moment. Can you do that? I want to pray. I want you just to stretch your legs, you've been listening for a long time, and I promise you that in the light of what we've heard today, which is is almost enough, i echo our brother's words there, no words need to be added to that, I feel I just want to be a bit prophetic this morning and uh, pray that God would help me um, not preach everything I've got written here. But more importantly, would just be prophetic and really kind of respond to um, what's been said this morning. Very, very powerful stuff. Very encouraging. Holy Spirit, we just ask you to come into this congregation. Father, thank you for the local church. The local church is your expression in this world. And God, you want to move through this church. Thank you that you send servants here to stir us and uh, in some way show us the way. I pray that that spirit, that anointing that is on our, our friends from Holland and the U.S. would just be on us as a local congregation. Father, we want to see the kingdom of God advance in this, in this town, in this church, in this nation. And, oh God, we want that so much. We want to be part of the solution. We want to be difference makers, Lord. We want to make a difference in all that we say and all that we do, Lord. And it's not just for the folk that stand up on the platform, God, but it's for every single one of us. And we ask this in Jesus' name. Amen? Amen. 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 I, um, I spoke here in November and I called uh, the title of what I wanted to share, The Difference Maker. And Aaron said, would you kind of follow up a little bit? Um, and so I prayed, and I asked God for another title, and the Difference Maker Part 2 came to my mind. <laughs> I really wasn't inspired to say much more than that, and uh, I'm not going to be long, I'm not going to take my errands so I could get an hour and a half, but I promise you, you're laughing. No. Um, I, I just want to... Um, I just want to be a bit prophetic in response to what's been shared today. I'm just almost intimidated by what I've heard. And that, um, but more importantly than intimidated, I'm, um, I'm stirred afresh for the local church. I have the privilege of um, meeting many church leaders. Uh, perhaps in the past eight months I've met more pastors and church leaders than I have in 30 odd years of ministry. And um, God's restored a passion for the local church in me. And um, when I first went out to meet many ministers, Church of Scotland ministers, young Church of Scotland ministers, I didn't know what to expect, what, what I would see, but I saw men who believed in the local church and who are trying to, I guess, get the message that we can make a difference in the community that we live in. And uh, I don't know how we can do this this morning, but with Aaron's permission, I would like to get an opportunity to ask these uh, wonderful ministers just to lay hands on, on me, and perhaps with your permission, lay hands on a few other people who just, you know, God needs the whole body to be effective to see the kingdom of God advance it's not just a few people it's every single one of us and I shared if you could um, put my next slide up I shared from uh, the book of Corinthians where Corinthians 2 says therefore if anyone is in Christ the new creation has come the old is gone the new is here all this is from God who reconciled us to himself through Christ and gave us the ministry of reconciliation and folks, you know, I'm repeating myself, something I said in November, but I, I truly believe that we need to understand that, that we have this ministry, that we have been given this gift, this ability to make a difference, and that it's up to you and I to choose to make that difference. It's up to you and I. So this ministry of reconciliation, every single one of us has the the, the right to, to be part of um, and, and, and really minister into the world that we're in. Um, I want to uh, turn to a, a passage in the book of Galatians. If, if you can put that, you can just jump on a little bit. Oh, there we are, Galatians 6, yeah. When I was... actually i'm 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 just a little bit more uh, stirred by by this jonathan you come up here please you know when the holy spirit of god truly sorry come up please come here <laughs> when the holy spirit of god uh, moves and, and and stirs our heart afresh for the for this nation, for this church. I, I don't kind of want to get in the way of it. And um, I was going to speak a lot today about sowing and reaping. And I just just got stirred in my spirit that uh, I want to do a little bit more than that today. Um, and I, I was going to read from this chapter in Galatians 6 where it says, Do not be deceived. God cannot be mocked. A man reaps what he sows. Whoever sows to please their flesh... From the flesh will reap destruction. Whoever sows to please the Spirit. From the Spirit will reap eternal life. And then it says some amazingly important words. Let us not grow weary in doing good. And at the proper time we will reap a harvest. If we do not give up. And I remember as a, as a child of 13 being in a situation where uh, some negative words were spoken of me that I carried. I remember I remember this clearly, I was one of four boys in my family and um, I was in a situation where my mother was explaining to a family, gathering a family, how her four boys were doing in their life. When I was 13, I was the youngest uh, and, and she said these words, she went round and she came to me and she said, Adrian, he's the stupid one. Now she might have been right <laughs> and Len's shaking his head to say he was, it's my brother. But you know, as a 13-year-old, that really went into my heart, and it, and it really had a major impact. And for, for a number of years, I carried this burden around, this thing on my shoulder that said I couldn't do anything successful, I was the stupid one. And I went to school, and I thought I was going to be the stupid one at school. Uh, bear with me. We'll get to you. Um, <laughs> I might just preach now, I should not? Thank you. Thank you. And... We've all had similar situations, similar things that have happened in our life that that have marked perhaps a turning point in our life, a word that's been brought, perhaps a negative word, perhaps a positive word and it's brought us to a place where maybe it's undermined the confidence that we've got in our lives. But I'm stirred afresh today because the word of truth says let us not become weary in doing good, for at the proper time we will reap a harvest. And uh, I chose at a certain age to, to stand out from that, to, 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 to really reject those words that discouraged me, that said I was stupid, and was determined to make something of my life for the kingdom of God. And, and in a sense, the rest is just history. But we come to this place where, I, I said I work with a lot of churches, a lot of ministers, And when I meet these ministers, I'm determined that the first words I speak to these guys are ones to build them up and affirm them and tell them that they're going to make a difference in their local church and in the community they work in. And honestly, folks, it is humbling to go into churches, to meet church leaders who've got perhaps small congregations and in many cases don't even have children in the congregation. I was speaking at one church in Scotland where they said, would I do the children's address and also preach? So I came to the children's address. I said, could all the children come forward? And the pastor nudged me says, there are no children here today. And I thought, oh God, how do I do this? How do I do a children's address to um, a bunch of, <laughs> and, uh, and, and so many cases that I come up against where uh, children and young people are not being part of the local church. And then I, I, I hear what Jonathan's doing, and I just, I'm just stirred afresh, I would like to take him to You know, the 20 pastors I've met in the past month who are a bit disillusioned and wonder how can they communicate to the schools and the communities and the people, how can they bridge this gap between people's perception of church and the real perception of Jesus? That's a a huge challenge. Um, One of the most important truths is to believe that in our lives we can make a difference, folks. That God has placed within every single one of us the ability to be salt and light, to, the ability to take what God has given us and impact it in the hearts of our neighbor, our wife, our, 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 our friends, our colleagues. And we need to accept that today. We need to accept that one of those negative words were spoken over me Conversely, there are positive words that each one of us can speak. The negative words can destroy us, but the positive words can build us up. And I want us to just respond to that today. When I go into churches and I say to church leaders, you can make a difference. When I say to church leaders, it doesn't have to be like this. God can use you effectively to bridge the gap between the church and your community. I was with one pastor. And then we'll get on to Jonathan. I was with one pastor, and I went to his church, uh, it was a Church Scotland minister, and he said, well, you want to come and share at the church? Perhaps next month, come and speak about your work with compassion and your ministry. And he said, uh, I should be okay, but uh, I've just been diagnosed with something in my, my is large intestine. He said, I've got to go for some tests. I think it might be cancer. And I said to him, Pastor, I said, I'll come back when you're well. He said, well, I might not be well. You know, I've I've just got to go for a biopsy tomorrow. I said, no, Pastor, I'm coming back. Let's make a date right now. I'm coming back. I said, you've got unfulfilled prophecy in your life. God wants to use you mightily in this church. God wants to use you in this community because you're gonna make a difference. And I could see his spirit begin to rise. I, I could see him begin to accept that yeah, he could make a difference. And it was my words, humble words of mine, speaking to this minister who really was in, not in a great place. And I said, you've gotta accept my word that you're gonna be well. I sowed a seed of, of faith in his heart. I said to him, you're gonna make a difference. God's gonna use you, and God's gonna use you to, to mobilize the congregation to affect the work here in Aberdeen. And he said, he stood up, he said, Adrian, no one's ever said that to me. No one's had the courage to be positive like that and bring a word to me that says, I'm gonna be okay. And I said, you're gonna be okay and you're gonna make a difference. Let me pray for you. And I prayed for him and I asked the Spirit of God to anoint him and I said, you need to go from this place and pray for your elders and pray for your congregation and release them to make a difference help them to believe that what they've got to say, what has been placed in their hearts, they've got to speak, they've got to speak it out. They've got to, and you know, we're talking, Alka was talking there about, you know, we're amazed at the response from these kids. You know, so often enemy whispers a a word of defeat into our hearts to say, you know, why would God use me? Why, Why do I have anything to say? But you know, we're ambassadors of Christ, as if God were making his appeal through us. I, I want us to, Aaron, with your permission, I just, uh, you know, I've, I'm kind of thrown this morning because I'm just so stirred by these guys. And, uh, you know, I've cried out, and I'm sure we all have, for the local church, how can we speak to the kids in this nation? How can we, you know, kids that don't know anything about the Bible, don't know anything about Jesus, think Jesus or Christ is a blasphemous phrase. How can we... But, you know, we need, we need to be stirred afresh to believe that each one of us here can make that difference, can impact our nation. So I want to ask Johnny, I want you to, to try and make some sense of what I'm feeling. I know you might be preaching again next week, but I just want you to pray for me, because I go around a lot of churches, I speak to a lot of church leaders, and I want you to pray for this congregation, um, and that we would be men and women who would recognize that the seed that God has placed within each one of us can go and it can impact our neighbor, it can impact our, our family, it can impact our community. Yeah. Can you do that?
2: I'd be honored to do that. Um.
1: <laughs> his, his
2: name is Adrian. <laughs> yeah.
1: Okay. Yeah. Um, Jonathan said, your name's not Adrian. What's your name again? I said, it's Adrian. Oh, yeah. Yeah. it's Adrian. Yeah. <laughs> Well, um,
2: for the sake of repetition, um, and also uh, not, not, not to get too sentimental, I shared a story in the nightclub, and it was one of the last minutes um, in prayer in that back room. And God just kind of put it in my heart about my great uncle. His name was Brian. I'm Jonathan, but I'm Brian Jonathan. My father's Brian my first son is Brian, I have a cousin named Brian, all named after the great uncle Brian, who died saving someone's life in East London, South Africa. But he was born to a Scottish mother who was born north of Inverness on the Black Isle in Cromarty, a tiny little village there with a little ferry that goes across, it takes like it, it never stops. It just keeps going back and forth all day long, maybe until evening. Rosemary, Marquis, And his name was Brian. Um, and he was known for perfect attendance on Sunday school. He loved church, and he wanted to become a minister. And I don't know what happened in my great-grandmother's life, but she said he will absolutely never be a minister. Um, sadly, when he was 18, he's the one who saved someone's life. In the ocean, but then he drowned. And I shared that story significantly in the club because I thought there was something significant, the link in Scotland, that that his story could be used to bring salvation in uh, his mother's home country. Um, And I thought it was interesting then that um, his brother, Brian's brother, is my grandfather named his first son after his brother, of course, so my father is named Brian, and then I was named Brian. And Brian, my great-grandmother said, would never be a minister. My father became a minister, and so I'm standing here, the same namesake, Brian, and I have the opportunity to pray for you in Scotland, over you, that you would reach Scottish young people, and I just think that's significant, and thank you so much for letting me share that with you. Okay, right
1: now. Yeah, let's get the musicians up first, can we? Okay, let's all stand. Mm.
3: Here
1: here, You know, um, in asking Jonathan to, to pray, he had to pray for me. But to pray for the ministry of this church, uh, pray specifically for Aaron, um, because your observation is right. It's a good church, good people here. But, you know, we, we need to see the kingdom of God advance through this church. It's very easy to, to grow weary and lose heart. And uh, the challenge for each one of us is to recognize the Spirit of God is at work in each one of our hearts, that we don't have to go weary, that we can say, Holy Spirit of God, come and impact our lives, anoint this congregation to be salt and light in their community, with their neighbors, with their families. And it begins with each one of us, with our, our husbands and our wives, bringing words of affirmation, bringing words to build them up, to encourage them, and not pull them down. it begins with speaking words to our children. And as Jonathan was telling the story there about about his distant relative being downed by a statement that, that virtually condemned him, think of the adverse effect of that as we speak to our children and bring words of affirmation. My mother said those words to me. Thank God that by his grace, those words ultimately didn't have an impact on my life. But they did for quite some time. And they, there may be words on you today that we want to ask Jonathan just to pray off and bring the word of truth. But you know, it is imperative that each one of us take up our responsibility today, that this church isn't a place for pew sitters just to observe what's going on. It's a place for the saints of Jesus Christ to be sought in light in their families, in their street, in their workplace. And to, and to share Jesus. We have this ministry of reconciliation. We're ambassadors, it says, as though God were making his appeal through you and through me. So as Jonathan prays for me, prays for Aaron, prays for us, just acknowledge that we're ambassadors of Christ today. That's our responsibility.
0: Uh, thank you so much, Adrian. I just want to affirm what Adrian's saying and I was shaving this morning and started to get a bit emotional and this thought struck my head, went through my mind and it said, considering all that's just happened in the schools and this thought went through, imagine any one of these guys gave up because like you, I've got weary and I felt like giving up. I've I've felt it's too much I can't do it like maybe you have done maybe Jonathan and Angie at some point in their journey were feeling weary and feeling it's just too much Can can we keep going what if they had given up Alco and Miriam on their journey to get here I'm sure got weary and what if they had given up Tim for years and years and years of seeing no fruit what if he had given up you know what I've felt like giving up sometimes. I've felt like going back to the fishing nets (laughs) where it's safer and easier and certain and known. But the adventure of Jesus, as Adrian wonderfully led us to, is let us not grow weary of doing good. And in due season, we will reap. We, we, We reaped this weekend because every one of these people continued, and did not give up. Jonathan did not give up. Alcoa, Angie did not give up. By God's grace, I'm here today, and I want to say to you, do not give up on the call of God when you're weary, when you don't understand, when there's mystery, when there's darkness, when you cannot see. Do not give up, because we're going to reap a harvest. So Adrian, thank you I mean, it, it takes experience and wisdom to be able to navigate a word, to take your word and to navigate what the Spirit wants to do. And I want to thank you, Agent, for doing that so wonderfully today, for listening to the Spirit, listening to the Spirit and navigating so well. Thank you, brother.
3: Wow. Um. <clears throat> Father, I want to thank you for this church. I wanna thank you for these founders of this church and that they, uh, that they were the Davids here in Dunfermline to build your kingdom again, Lord. This was once the capital city of Scotland, Lord, and I, do, I totally believe and pray the last couple of weeks that this is going to be the capital city of revival, Lord, and I pray The wisdom of Salomo over Aaron, that he's going to take, like he did a year ago, he took over from his father, and his father was the David here, and uh, to get him and Mr. Turk, and then I, I pray over you the wisdom of Salomo, to be a good minister of this church, and pray a I pray that the Holy Spirit is going to fill you and give you the right words to the right people here in this congregation vacation when they need it. And Father, I want to thank you for this church that they took such good care of us as a family when we moved to, the, to Scotland, Lord. And they take care of uh, Jonathan and Angie and the families who come over all the time to do mission over here. And my brother and Jan, Lord, I want to pray for their hospitality. I want to, I want to thank them and honor that for them. Lord, and bring fruit to this church, Lord. And bring not only revival to this church, but all over Dunfermline, Lord. Let, let's make this the capital city again, but your capital city, Lord. In Jesus' name.
2: If uh, if you feel comfortable, would, would, would we be willing just to kind of raise our hands and... As the band plays, we're just saying more Holy Spirit, more Lord. We need more of you. We can't do anything without you. We need you. Holy Spirit, come, come in a mighty way. Come like a rushing wind, Lord. We ask you to take over, God. Take over in Dunfermline, God. Take over in the vine, God. Lord, in the name of Jesus, I just pray that you would bring healing, God. Bring restoration, God. Lord, bring encouragement and a fresh encouragement, a fresh wind, God. Lord, I pray right now, God, that the words that the enemy has spoken over everyone with their hands raised would be broken off in Jesus' name. Old nicknames that were supposed to be innocent, break them off in Jesus' name. Things that have gotten deep-seated inside of us like failure, like you'll never amount to anything, break in Jesus' name. Your own mind, your own voice has said you can't, you shouldn't, you won't. I break that off in Jesus' name because Jesus said um, you can and it's written that you can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. So your anointing and your calling, I just pray, Holy Spirit, you would drop double portion right now, all over this congregation, Lord. I just pray for these amazing um, generals, Father God, in the kingdom of God. We pray for Adrian in Jesus' name, oh God. I just pray for a fresh fire, a fresh wind, God. Lord, I pray that you would give him a blessing, God, double portion for those that he's already ministered to, God, over the years, oh God. Lord, I ask you, Father God, that you would give back, Father God, all that he's put in, Lord God. And I just pray that you would help him to see the fruit of his labors, God, that grace that blessing to be able to see the fruit of his labors father god and give him fresh vision about how to reach these pastors how to reach these people god in jesus name yes lord god I just want to break shame right now over the local church. Even while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Now there is no condemnation for those of you who are in Christ Jesus. I just believe that the Lord wants to restore. He wants to give back what the enemy has stolen. those who are living in regret there's those who feel like I can pray at this altar or I can get prayer about my marriage I can get prayer for my finances I can get prayer for direction I can get prayer for um, which road to take but I can't get prayer for that thing because if I get prayer for that thing, then someone will know. But God wants to set you free right now. God wants to set you free right now and just say that bring the, the light of the Holy Spirit's coming into your heart right now. And he's saying, I forgive you. I forgive you. If you'll confess, I'll forgive you. I'll forgive you. I will give back what the enemy's stolen. with the enemy stolen. With all sensitivity and with all And before the Lord just sensitively. I part of part of our ministry is to 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 reach out to to young people and, and old people around the area of the unborn. And I just sensed as soon as I got called up here, it was like the last thing I wanted to say, but I just felt like there might be a sense of shame, or a sense of bondage, or a sense of somebody needs to be set free, and it doesn't need to be a public thing, but somebody just needs to be set free right now for um, the regret and the shame of abortion in here, right now, in Jesus' name. That if you ask the Lord and confess to him, he will forgive and restore. He restores all things. See, the enemy wants to keep it quiet. The enemy wants to keep you down. The enemy wants to say, don't talk about that, don't talk about that, don't talk about that, but God is saying, if you ask me, I will forgive you for that, and I will restore you in Jesus' name. We've seen it a million times, so right now, past the shock of the fact that was mentioned, past all that, right now, in this holy moment, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we pray all over this room, Holy Spirit, God, for those people, Father God, for any of us, God, all of us, Father God, that have regret on anything, Lord, no matter what it is, God, past relationships, Father God, everything, Father God, that we're holding on to, God, secrets from our youth, all of it, Father God, in Jesus' name, we ask you, God, to break shame right now break shame from this right now in the name of Jesus Christ. Set us free so that we can run the race that you've set out for us, God, with wind at our back, without the weight of shame in Jesus' name. And we just pray over you. We just pray over you, whoever this is, is, it may be many of us, that God, you would restore what the enemy stole over the area of the unborn. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, we just speak speak life to you. We speak life to you. We speak life to you. We speak freedom over you. We speak goodness over you we speak healing over you that your story would save lives that your story would set other people free men women young and old in jesus name would that happen and would that be a beacon of life would that be a seed coming from dunfermline all through scotland bringing life all through these waters all through these streams all through these green fields that life would continue to spring up and a new life and spiritual life in the name of the lord jesus christ and anointing god and the missionaries, God, and evangelists, God, like Eric Little and the missionaries of over oh God, would you just release them from the vine, God? We're connected to the vine, God. We're connected to the true source, God. And would you please just send us out, Lord, God. And Lord, in Jesus' name, Lord, I want to pray over the pastors of this church, God. Those from the past, God. Pastor Jimmy, others, God. But we pray right now for Aaron in Jesus' name. Can you help me? pray for aaron in jesus name god oh lord god would you fill him up with anointing father god that he's even never had before holy spirit god would you come right now lord god we lift him up we lift him up we ask you god to affirm father god to break up negative words god we pray that you would give him a fresh strength and anointing in jesus name and for his marriage and his beautiful family god in jesus name in jesus name
4: Thank you so much for the wind of the Holy Spirit. You have used the pastors of this church, Lord, to put wind in our sails. When John and I feel weary or tired or discouraged, you, God, have used words that these people from this church have spoken. And those. I just see, um, it's like a picture those words have put They're like sails, and we get to come back and forth on that wind, that encouragement. So God, I just thank you so much for the seeds that they've planted in our hearts, Lord God, that allows us to plant further seeds in other people's hearts. I pray, God, for a refreshing, Lord God. And the the same wind, the same refreshing that you've given us, Lord God, I just ask that you would give it to them right now in the name of Jesus, that they would be full all of the spiritual giants in this room the people that have gone before the pioneers that have um that have built the foundation of this church lord god toiling pioneering tilling the soil lord god i pray lord right now that you would refresh them thank you god for them
1: Yes, I just echo that prayer, God. I pray for a visitation of your Holy Spirit on this church, God. Lord, we can have all sorts of plans and strategies in place in our church, but God, if you don't show up, if you don't show up, Lord, we're nothing. And so, Father, I am overwhelmed when I do go around churches to see the cry of the hearts of many church leaders that they pray for a visitation of the Holy Spirit you'd come in great power. Lord, we pray that you would restore the church to its rightful place. Pray that you would anoint Aaron, that he would not grow weary, Lord, and lose heart. And Lord, only you know the cries of his heart, Lord, as he as he takes the mantle of responsibility and authority of this church, Lord. You know the cries of his heart, oh God. And I pray as a church we would stand with him, Lord. As a congregation, as the body, Lord, we would stand shoulder to shoulder with him Lord we would encourage him Lord that you would put your courage into him Lord that you would see that Father you are preparing a way Father we're stirred afresh Lord I pray that you would bring a mighty revival in this nation Lord God Lord that this nation needs a mighty visitation of your Holy Spirit Lord we need a revival of your Spirit Lord and Lord as I just hear uh, these brothers share lord as they step out into these situations into the school lord and into harlem lord i just get a little glimpse of what revival will be like lord god i just see it lord it just it's infectious god it just starts to move through us our faith gets stirred afresh again lord so lord i just pray for the weary lord you would just lift the burden off the weary lord in, in this church and that you'd give us a spring in our step and a belief in our spirits father that you are mo- moving mightily in this place God that Lord apart from you yeah we can do nothing but with you Lord we can achieve all things so God bless here and bless him as he pioneers the work here Lord as he takes the, the the baton as it were Lord and runs the great race oh God anoint him encourage him encourage his spirit Lord you revive his spirit and the the congregation will revive our spirits in this church that we would recognise that we're not the problem we're the solution you called each one of us to be difference makers Lord in this nation Lord just settle that in our spirit I pray this day God settle that in our spirit just receive that in your spirit this day that you will make the difference God has called you to be a difference maker God has called each one of you it's not the person next to you it's not the person in front of you it's you that god has called oh god oh god oh god
4: sometimes i feel like i'm just like a little mom with five kids and i can't do anything um i'm at home homeschooling my kids all the time and i have runny noses to wipe and buns to wipe (laughs) But God takes our yes, and He He uses that yes and puts us in places that we never could imagine ever being in. And just, I want to invite you guys to say yes. Before we came on this trip, um, I was like, well, I don't think we're supposed to go, like John, you just go on this trip, you just go and um i was sitting on one sunday a couple weeks ago and god was just like will you just let go will you just kind of you know submit to your husband and will you just do that and i said okay god i submit to john like we're going all right he thinks that we should go we're gonna go and that instant i did that i got this picture of jesus walking down this road and he turns around and he looks at me and he's like smiling, laughing. And he's like, come on, let's do this. Come on, let's go. And I was like, yes, OK, let's go. And um, so I'm here. And I'm still just a little mom with five kids, homeschooling them on the road. And, but I've said yes. And I don't know what seeds are planting while we're here, but I know that they will reap a harvest eventually. And I just want to invite you guys, will you say yes to whatever that looks like in your life? God, you might not even know what it looks like. You might just feel like, oh, I'm nobody. I don't really have a huge ministry, or I don't have this or that, but you just have to say yes. And when Jesus says, come on, let's do it, will you say yes? So let's just pray for for God to stir up the yes in our hearts, that we would say yes to whatever it is, whatever it looks like that he's called us to do. Thank you, God, so much for everybody in this room, and everybody has a piece of the puzzle. Everybody has a part to play. I pray, God, that you would stir it up in our hearts, God. Would you just stir it up in our hearts to say yes to whatever it is you want us to do. It could just be, you know, buying a piece of candy for a kid on the street, something small like that. It could it could be going to Africa it could be huge things Lord God we don't know but we say yes we say yes to what you have Lord God with open hearts with obedience we say yes God
0: Thank you so much, Adrian, and thank you so much, Jonathan, Angie, and Alco. Wasn't that special, beautiful? We're going to have a song of praise. It gives us a garment of praise instead of spirit of despair. And as we praise Him, we're going to see that breakthrough. Bring, if you've got children, bring the. Uh, if you wouldn't mind, just collect your kids, bringing them in. The the kids workers have had them for a. Uh, a good while now, so if you've got kids, just bring them in, they can join us, and we'll go out on a high with a song of praise and believe that those prayers for our life are going to come true as we praise Him. So let's let's praise. Thank you, George.